0: Good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of Harbor Hawks Squawk Talk. I'm Scott Squires, and today we are being joined by a member of the Harbor Hawks. He's a tight end and wide receiver, Manuel Fisher. Good afternoon, Manuel. Hey, Scott, how are you? Listen, I am doing great. I appreciate you taking some time out of your afternoon to speak with us live here on Big Game Sports Radio on the Harbor Hawks Squawk Talk podcast. Now I said your name, but you and I were chatting actually before we came on live, and uh, you're from Germany originally, so I'm just going to get you to say your name in your accent because it sounds much better coming from you than it does from me. Okay. So, go ahead.
1: All right. The real pronouncement is like Manuel in in German, but like the most Canadians have really problem to say Manuel. It's ending on the end more like Manuel or Manuel or Manny,
0: so. Yeah. So that, that brings me to a good point. Do you have a nickname?
1: Yeah, it's it's Manny, actually. The most of the players and staff members calling me
0: Manny. So if it's okay for the, uh, the sake of the listener and the sake of you, how about I go with Manny?
1: Oh, totally fine.
0: Perfect. So listen, uh, you're in your first year uh, in the Maritime Football League, but a uh, lot of experience uh, in your native land of Germany playing football. But before we kind of get to some of your experience, playing football back home in Germany. Manuel, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, just where you're from in Germany and where you grew up.
1: Yeah, actually, I'm from Germany, um, and I'm born in Erlangen. Um, that's a city in Bavaria. Um, and I grew up in Zabtsenow. It's a small village close to Bamberg. Um, it's also like a city in, in, um, in Bavaria. Yeah, that's where I'm from.
0: And now maybe just for a little bit of context for listeners, the area that you were born and kind of grew up in, population-wise, was it kind of on the bigger side or was it kind of just a very small uh, kind of town in terms of the population? Do you know roughly what the population is?
1: So from my village, I think like close to 3,000 people, but like the next biggest city, Bamberg, um, I think we have 65,000, 70,000 people, but it's more a smaller city in, in Germany.
0: So you're growing up in that region. When you were a kid growing up, what were some sports that you kind of uh, gravitated to? Because right or wrong, the first thing I think of sports-wise when I think of Germany is either soccer, those wonderful German football teams from the World Cup, but also yeah. hockey. Hockey in Germany is is kind of grown a little bit. But for you, what were some sports that you were first got into when you were just a little kid growing up? Um. It was
1: actually it was swimming. I think when I was one year old, my my mom pushed me in the water and I started to swim because she was also a swim teacher. And yeah, then I I think with six years, I started like to swim for
0: competitions.
1: And yeah.
0: So your mom pushed you in the water. I hope you didn't hold that against her, Manny. <laughs> no, no,
1: that was fine. What's the, what's the right decision for my mom?
0: most moms usually make the right decisions for their kids now from <laughs> a true, yes. from a football perspective I know that there's been uh different leagues over in Europe and around Germany um that from the professional side but how much football was played in the areas that you were from and how did you end up kind of getting into football
1: mm, that's a good question um before football I started football was 21 what it's really like late uh old age for a football player um, before I was like swimming 15 years. Um, and then I ended up like in a city was called Bayreuth and yeah, some football players, they met me in, in a, like in a, a disco and was asking me if I want to join the team. So I came there and tried it and yeah, I loved that game and yeah.
0: Now, Manny, uh, I'm a lot older than you, but when I was younger, and I remember being out in the club or a disco, I think the last <laughs> thing anybody ever asked me is I wanted to be a part of a football team. That that's yeah, kind of, it was kind of weird, yeah. Yeah, kind of a neat way to get introduced. So you said you started playing when you were 21. That, you know, for the most part, that's a pretty late start uh, to get yes. introduced to any sport that you're going to go on and, and play at a higher level. But if you look back just at some of the experience that's listed on your uh, team profile on the Halifax Harbour Hawks website, uh, you played uh, six years of pro football in Germany. Uh, can you tell us some of the teams that you played for, please? Um, yeah, the first team what I played for was um, called the
1: Bayreuth Dragons. It um, was the first team what I played for. Um, they played like the last division in, in Germany where I started and then... Um, after that, I moved to Stuttgart. Um, and I went to the Stuttgart Silver, uh, Silver Arrows. They are playing, I guess, Division 4. Um, and after that, um, Heilbronn Miners. They're playing, now, Division 3. I was there for one year. And then I was thinking, come on, um, let's try a shot and go like, to a Division 1 team. And um, yeah, I tried my, my luck at the Stuttgart Scorpion. And yeah, the coach gave me the shot. And yeah, I made the team. So and then I played for two years there in the Vision One in Germany.
0: And I gotta tell you, hearing you say Stuttgart Scorpions sounds way cooler than when I say it, man. That is awesome. What a what a great team name.
1: Yeah, it is, it is. It's actually a, a great team too. So I, 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 I really miss these guys. But yeah, life goes on. And I'm really lucky to be now a part of the Harbor Hawks.
0: Yeah, well, we're going to talk certainly about your experience with the Harbour Hawks. I know that's an exciting time for you. You've only been in Canada not quite a year, coming over in January of this year. But I want to talk to you as well. You're quite an athlete, uh, Manny. Football aside, you mentioned swimming. Uh, You swam at a high level in Germany, and you also played tennis. Uh, Maybe just a little bit of background on your swimming and your tennis experience back home.
1: Um. Yeah, I would say like most, I um, was most like more a swimmer. Um, yeah, um, I, I started with six years swimming and yeah, made my first competitions. I won the first titles and then I went like higher, higher, higher. And yeah, the best what I ever made was like the national title. And I also was swimming once for IU's World Cup where I made like the third place, what was really amazing experience
0: yeah and what was your discipline in swimming because i know there's there's distance swimming there's relays there's the shorter kind of speed races what was your specialty what what uh, discipline did you swim
1: i I was mostly like a sprinter like most time 50 meters 100 meters um most time um freestyle but also chest yeah that was both of my disciplines where it was really, like, successful at the well, time,
0: yeah. It would make sense that a uh, a speed swimmer would also be a wide out in football. Now, I mentioned that you've been in Canada full-time since uh, January of this year, but you and I were chatting beforehand, and uh, not your first experience to Canada. You've been coming to Canada for a number of years, maybe just for the listeners' uh, Tell us that story and, and how it was you ended up coming to Canada on a regular basis a few years ago.
1: Yeah, so so, so really I came last year in January, not this year, um, but I spent the last eight years um, my vacation in Canada because my family has a cottage in Lunenburg. And yeah, it was so beautiful, um, my last eight years, and I thought, okay, let's, if Canada should come here, um, try your luck, find a job. And yeah, I did it, and I still love it. it's it's not still like in the summertime because like the winter's really bad here. when I made when I came here two years ago or one year ago, I had my first snowstorm in my life. Um, it was amazing. so
0: yeah now what the, now you'll have to forgive me because when I'm thinking of Germany, I'm thinking, yeah. okay, well, Germany is close to Switzerland, Swiss Alps, Germans are good at winter sports, but you're telling me that your first snowstorm was in Canada. So maybe because weather fascinates me. I don't know why it does, but what is the weather like back in the region of Germany where you were from?
1: So we have we have also snow, but we have not like this snowstorms. We don't have like um, that overnight comes 90 centimeters and you can go to work or can go to the mall or you can drive the car. So that's a little bit different than uh, in Germany.
0: So I see now that now that doesn't sound so bad. You'll get snow, but you get a little more of maybe like just the light little bit of dusting of snow over a gradual period of time. So what you're saying, for the most part, is where you are from in Germany you didn't go to bed and it was fine and then wake up in the morning and not be able to move. That didn't happen.
1: Right. right. No, (laughs) never, never, ever.
0: What was that experience like when you had that first snowstorm in Canada where that did happen, where, oh gosh, we just had 35 centimeters overnight with black (laughs) snow and now we can't get out of our driveway. What was that like? What were you thinking? It
1: was actually a funny story. I think I was here two weeks in Canada.
0: And yeah, after two
1: weeks, I met my my girlfriend. Um, and we had like dog sitting in some friend's house and we had like a sleep over there. And Erica told me that tomorrow's a snowstorm. So you don't go to work. And I told her, I go to work. And she said, no, you can. I said, you know, I'm from Germany. I have to go to work. So <laughs> everyone is going to work. And she told me, no, when it's snowstorm, you don't go. And I really thought I can go. So woke up the next day at 6.30 in the morning, and I tried to open the door, and I couldn't open the door. So it was a really funny experience. So I had to stay home,
0: couldn't work. Yeah. Now, see, that's the funny thing, because I'm a dad with kids, and school kids, in at least in this part of, the, of Canada, and, and most of Canada, really, but most kids can count on probably five to ten snow days a year Where they can't go to school because of snow. I'm guessing that didn't happen in Germany either.
1: No, never ever. I had to go to school every day. Doesn't matter if there was snow or if it was too hot, so we had to go to school.
0: (laughs) See, my daughter's 12. I think if I told her we were going to move to Germany, but she could never have snow days again, she'd be like, no, we're not. (laughs) Uh, bad idea. <laughs> so now you said that you uh, you met a girlfriend here in Canada. Uh, where's she from and uh, what's her name?
1: Um, her name is Erica Terrace and she is from Halifax. Um, and she's also, since I met the team, our marketing and I think PR manager. So she's making our website and all this stuff. Oh,
0: yeah. so there's a team connection there. That's pretty cool. There's a team connection, yeah. Let's talk about the Halifax Harbour Hawks because obviously you have that f- football background. You played uh, six very productive years over in Germany, including uh, Division One. How did you find out about the Harbour Hawks? Did you reach out to them? Did, sure. they, did they reach out to you? How did you end up getting connected with the Halifax Harbour Hawks?
1: Um, I guess... Um, when I was here in Canada last year, when, when I came here, a, f- a friend of mine, like a, um, a teammate from the Stuttgart Scorpion, he tagged me when I was here on a, on a link about the CFL in Halifax, and a couple of days later, um, Micah wrote me, and Micah is also a friend of a teammate from the Stuttgart Scorpions. So that was the reason how we came in contact. He was writing me, if I'm here in Canada, where I am, I said, I'm in Halifax. And he said, I'm founding a team. Are you interested to play for the team or be a part? And, yeah, a couple of weeks later, um, we met. And, yeah, started like team and and the
0: season, yeah. And you came on board and joined the Halifax Harbour Hawks. Now, I know... Uh, a first-year team are the Harbour Hawks, but the Maritime Football League has been around a few years. But what's your experience been so far this season uh, being with the Harbour Hawks? I know I've mentioned it on previous podcasts, but certainly from Micah Brown right on down through the head coach, Shannon Rohde, and everybody else, the Harbour Hawks, a really well-run organization, at least from the outside looking in, uh, you know, right from the uniforms and their game day uh events right on down but for you you know coming from the background that you had what's your experience been like this year
1: i must say what micah and the staff are doing is they make a really great job it's like we try to be really professional and we are on a really good way to make this team professional but like what micah and the staff are doing is it's, it's a really really good job i love it and yeah, it, it is great. It is great. And also like the players what we have to have like the most of them are really good, like background about from the university. So it's pretty good.
0: Now, I know that in North America, certainly there's two main brands of football. There's the American game, which is mostly, of course, the NFL or college, which is a more narrow field, a shorter field, uh, more downs, the Canadian game, of course, a longer field, a wider field, fewer downs. And I know in the Maritime Football League, there's two fewer down linemen. But for you, what's the biggest difference between playing in the Maritime Football League and the style of the game compared to what you were used to back home?
1: Um, Like American football, what I played, and Canadian football is so different. And I must say, The thing what I had the most problems was like that you could go as a receiver like in motion before the ball was snapped or you can um, be in motion on the line. It was so hard for me because every time like when I was set up as a slot receiver, I was standing there and was waiting for the snap. And Micah told me, you have to move, you have to move, you can move. It was, yeah, that was, I think, the biggest thing for me.
0: So being yep. able to have that motion and to be in motion before the snap of the ball was probably the biggest yeah. thing that you, you had to get used to. Uh, how quick did you adjust to it, and how are you with it now?
1: I guess I'm fine. I think I'm fine, yeah.
0: Now, there's some other things to... as well. It's interesting when you read the bio of a player, because again, sometimes when you follow a team, when you watch a team, you kind of just really get to know the player on the playing surface and you know in, in your case in football players cases you know they wear uniforms with shoulder pads they've got helmets on sometimes it's hard to get to know them and having a chat like this it's really great to kind of get to know a little more about the player off of the field some of the other things that you list uh, as hobbies and, and I'm sure if I'm your coach I'm thinking oh man that's kind of dangerous but surfing motorcycling things of that nature uh, what are some things that you enjoy about surfing and motorcycle? Because those kind of seem to be adrenaline sports.
1: Um, yeah, motorcycling I, I made in in Germany because like we have the streets for that. Um, and surfing, um, I started surfing last year, um, through a good friend now of mine. It's, uh, it's Tim. Um, he teach me surfing and I fell in love with the sport and, um, yeah, a couple of days ago, my girlfriend, um, she gave me a huge present by a brand new surfboard. Wow. So, yeah, it's, it's amazing. So, yeah, I try to be, when I have the time, go in the water and get some waves.
0: Well, it's it's funny because, maybe not funny depending, but when there's, during hurricane season, if there are storms that are a little bit further down south, of course, you never want to be in a hurricane, but a lot of times what will happen is the ocean swell will come up toward the coastline here in Nova Scotia, and you'll see a lot of surfers going out a couple of days after a big storm further down south, getting some of those big waves. Has your girlfriend or any of your friends at all talked to you about how those times can happen in Nova Scotia when you can get those times of big waves, and how much are you looking forward to maybe getting out and riding a couple?
1: Uh, I think I, I need a couple more months
0: to ride these waves.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, I saw these guys too. I, when I could, I would, but I can't, like because I', I I'm doing it right now,
0: one year. So, yeah, you're you're still getting your surf legs under you. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Now again, it was great to have a chance to chat with you a little bit before we actually came on to do this podcast. Because one of the things that the Maritimes in Atlantic and Atlantic Canada certainly is known for are its pubs and its taverns and certainly its beer. And even more so the last couple of years, a huge craft brewery industry has started here. But you were telling me that uh, there's a pretty tough competition from a beer standpoint in the area where you're from. Uh, what can you tell me about Bamberg in Germany?
1: Yeah, Bamberg. Um amber cold um it's actually the capital city of beer um we have 85 breweries that's the most um breweries on one spot in the world so yeah i had a lot of time to try different <laughs> beers in my 29 years
0: yeah now manny I'm a Newfoundlander originally, and I don't know how much you know Newfoundlanders. We have a pretty good reputation for enjoying a good party. I'm thinking, if I'm living in or close to a community that's known as the beer capital of the world with 85 breweries, I don't know if I could leave that. How hard was it to leave that, Manny? I know Halifax is great, but come on, 85 breweries? How could you leave?
1: How can I leave? That's a good question. I, I I can answer this question. I I don't know. Maybe I was stupid. No, um, no. The the people here are so great, and um, the life is. I would say it's 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 for me much better because in Germany, like the people are working, working, working as much as they can, and in Canada or here in Nova Scotia, the people are more like, okay, I work till 3.30, 4 o'clock, and then I have time for me and my family and myself, and I can do something for me. So that was, for me, more important um, than to work 24-7,
0: and yeah. Yeah, and you know something, of course, I'm kidding, you know, the Maritimes, Atlantic Canada, I've lived here my whole life, and it's a wonderful place to live, a wonderful quality of life, but that brings me to, you know, you mentioned Uh, living in Halifax and, and, you know, the lifestyle here. What are a couple of things that you really like about Halifax? For example, you know, have you tried a Donair yet, which is kind of the official food of Halifax? Have you had a Donair, Manny?
1: I had one. And I have to say um, it's not my thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have something similar in Germany. It's called Döner, but it tastes much better and it's much more healthy than the Donair. But what I love here in, in Nova Scotia, Halifax, is like the seafood. I'm totally a seafood type. When I could, I would eat everyday lobster or, or oysters. So that's more my thing than air, but yeah.
0: You're definitely in the right place then if you're a seafood guy. there's I'm pretty sure you could probably go to a different seafood restaurant every day in and around you the can, yeah. if you wanted to. Yeah, you can, yeah. Now I got to go back to the beer for just a second, and we're not going to keep you much longer, yeah. Manny. We really appreciate your time. But I'm thinking with the experience that you talked about in your 29 years of having access to so many different breweries and so many types of of German beer, and I think German beer actually is excellent. Oktoberfest has to be amazing. But what's uh, are there a couple of beers or a couple of types of brands that you really enjoy uh, here in in uh, Atlantic Canada and in Halifax?
1: Um, I think it's like the typical big brands um, like um, I like Schooner or Schooner. I don't know how I, if I pronounce it right Yeah, Schooner um, Sch- yeah, Schooner yeah um, also like Keats I, I like Keats um, that's a good one um, what I don't like is like what now happened with all the small breweries that they mix like different flavors that's not my thing because like in Germany um you can mix beer with different flavors like here. So it gives me sometimes a little bit of headache.
0: But (laughs) uh, I don't think you're the only one that's gotten a headache from drinking flavored beer, Manny. (laughs) Yeah, I know. All right, listen, one of the other things I wanted to mention real quickly is it talks about on your profile on the team website that you're a board member of the German-Canadian Association, which I think is a really cool thing what exactly is the german-canadian association?
1: um the german-canadian association is like a association we try to um go in contact with people who can speak the german language or have german heritage heritage um so we try to meet once or twice a month like with people um doesn't matter if they can speak german or not so everyone is invited to come and actually, we have tomorrow our biggest event here in Nova Scotia. Um, it's called the German Settler Day. Um, it's, it's a, I think it's an official vacation day, but the people have to work. <laughs> and it's at Pier 21. It's, I think, our biggest thing. So, yeah. So we try to connect with people, doing something with people making events. Um, we also try to make, like, an Oktoberfest events in October.
0: Um, yeah. That sounds like an amazing day, and I know that's got to be uh, pretty special for you because as much as I'm sure you enjoy Halifax in Canada, it's got to be nice to be able to connect with people that are connected to Germany or folks from from back home. What's that like when you get to meet other Germans that are now over in Canada? How nice is that for you?
1: Um, Now it's nice, uh, but when I came here, I really tried to be disconnected from German people because the thing was I had to try I had to learn the language because my English was really terrible when I came here Um, that was the reason why I tried to disconnect uh, with Germans but after one year you miss you miss your language Um, and that was the reason why I was looking for like a community and I found like the GCA and yeah now I'm a part of that and it, it feels good like to to talk with people with German heritage or German roots or like people like me, like immigrants who came from Germany a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. It feels good. It's like a feeling a little bit of home. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm sure that uh, tomorrow will be a lot of fun and definitely wish you lots of success with that big event tomorrow. Speaking of big events, uh, your next game this weekend, uh, you're making a road trip to take on St. John. What's the team preparing and uh, what do you look for in your next game on the weekend, Manny?
1: Uh, it's hard to say because right now, um, I think the half of our roster is insured. Um, I don't know if you saw or heard about the last game in um, PI. We had only, I think, 16 playable um, players from our 30-man roster. So I don't know who is fit right now. Um, we don't know what we can expect of the game. I hope, I hope we are winning. I think it's it could be pretty tough with, like, 15 players to go there. and Yeah, but we try our best, and, and hopefully we get a new W on our record. So, yeah.
0: Definitely a little bit of adversity with those injuries, Manny, but if I know anything about uh, Micah and uh, your head coach, uh, Coach Rohde, and yourself and the rest of the team, you know that you're going to come out and you're going to give it uh, your best shot this weekend we really wish you continued success with the Halifax Harbor Hawks and of course living in the Halifax area want to remind folks to visit the Halifax Harbor Hawks online it's halifaxharborhawks.com also visit the Maritime Football League website to find out about all of the teams schedules statistics and roster information you'll find out about great guys like Manny listen Manny again thank you very much and uh We look forward to talking to you again in the future. Good luck tomorrow at your big event and good luck in the game on Saturday.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: It's been a pleasure. And the last thing I will do is I will say Danke.
1: (laughs) Bitte, bitte schön.
0: (laughs) A lot of fun, Manny. You take care, sir. Have a great day. Talk soon. You too. Much good. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. What a great time that was talking to the tight end and wide receiver for the Halifax Harbor Hawks. That was Manny Fisher. Originally from Germany, now living in Halifax and playing for the Harbor Hawks. Again, visit the Maritime Football League online as well as the thehalifaxharborhawks.com for all kinds of information about players, schedule, statistics, and more. This has been the Harbor Hawks Squawk Talk. I'm Scott Squires. Thanks for tuning in to Big Game Sports Radio. Until next time, friends, remember, if you can't take part in sport, be a good one anyway. Bye for now.